to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast. Trevor and I are going to talk about Paul Rudd's new TV series on Netflix called Living With Yourself. And we're also going to talk about Jeff Loeb's departure from Marvel Television later this year. And also we're going to give my pick of the week. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast. I got my friend and my co-host, Trevor. Hey, how you doing? This is what you're supposed to do when you're on film, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. This is what a normal human acts like. <laughs> hey, man. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine doing that the whole show? <laughs> and people think you're weird if yeah, you do that, they, man. They probably already think I'm weird. It'll just add <laughs> an extra layer. <laughs> so how you been, man? I've been pretty good. Yourself? I've been all right, man. Been one hell of a weekend, man. Mm-hmm. Been one hell of a weekend, man. And matter of fact, it's been a great weekend for me. And the reason is because I celebrated the Halloween Comic Fest at my local comic book shop. Sweet. Yeah. yeah I, I hadn't seen about that. I wanted to go, but I had my kids this weekend. So that oh. was a haul. <laughs> oh, you have kids, huh? My, my bad, man. Yeah. I, I, I feel sorry for you, dude. No, uh, I don't. No. <laughs> but no, man, shout out to Dr. Nose. They had like a sale there, right? I think every year they do the uh, Halloween Comic Fest, you know, stuff that's dealing with Halloweens, um, spooky stuff, scary stuff, and comic books and stuff like that. And um, I actually got was going to get my own books, you know. I get a subscription there. Every Wednesday I pick it up, whatever. But they had some sales on Omnibus. You know, if people don't know, that is like a collection, all the single issues they put in one book. Right? Yeah, they're like the huge books. Yeah, they're like a not, huge. Not just like, you know, a, a trade. It's like the, the huge-ass books. Yeah, right. So like, like this right here, like, like the Flash. That. Yeah, that's how big that is. See? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I got that. I got the Flash from the 52 that Francis Manipal was on writing on, and drawing at the same time. And also I picked up, oh, man, I picked up Weapon X. The return. Just barely. That looked pretty heavy. Yeah, it is it heavy. Like you're dude. having problems picking it up. Yeah, man. I got to go back to the gym, man. <laughs> man, this son of a bitch is heavy. <laughs> I just work out like it's, yeah. it's all the metal <laughs> in his bones. <laughs> so I picked this up, man. It's like accumulation of all the other stuff like Deadpool because he was part of Weapon X program. Mm-hmm. It's all little side stories and stuff like that. I know you ain't a big Wolverine fan, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're a Deadpool fan, though. I am. I am. I like Deadpool. Are you still a Deadpool fan? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like I like Deadpool. I just haven't been a big fan of the writing. I think Jerry Dugan took it in a different direction that I didn't really care for. Oh, man. I and so it just got harder and harder to read it as it went on. And then when they did the reboot after the Secret Wars, or the, yeah, the new Secret Wars, it was like that he was suddenly like a celebrity, and he had all his group that he was paying. Oh, yeah, and, that's right. Yeah, and then they brought back... Uh, that one guy who is inside him. <laughs> inside him? That sounds so wrong, yeah, man. Madcap. Right. Madcap, yeah. And then it just got stupid, and I was like, nope, can't do this. And then I I picked it up again when Scotty Young came on because I was like, oh, this is going to be great. But it was just kind of a series of, like, one-offs, and I, I just couldn't get into it, so I dropped that one. Oh. But, but what? Kelly Thompson is going to be writing it here 
I think in January or December. She the same when it did Mr. and Mrs. X, Mr. right? Mrs. X, Captain Marvel, the West Coast Avengers. So she's been like really good. Oh, okay. So um, I'm very excited about that. So I will pick it up again and see what she does with the character. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's not me disliking the character. It's more that I just like haven't liked what they've been doing with him. Well, you know, because Scotty Young was doing it, you know, he's writing it. And then, I mean, Chris, I can't pronounce his last name. He used to do a lot of X-Men stuff back in the day. Um, Chris is B-A-C-H-A. Oh, like, I think it's like Bacalo or Bacalo Yeah, he's going to be doing Deadpool pretty soon. Also, next next go around, whatever. Well, he's doing the, the art, right? Yeah, he's doing yeah. the art. Yeah, with Kelly Thompson. That's, yeah. yeah. So oh, I like his the art. The two of them, I think, are working together. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah, so his art is so different, man. Sometimes when you can't really pay attention to where everything is going with his art, because sometimes it's like everywhere, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, so I can't wait for that. So that's one of the, one of the books I got from the Halloween Comic Fest. And like I said, I also picked up, what is this, The Drifting Classroom? I think it's based on a manga. You know, I, I never read manga and stuff like that. I mean, They're like horror mangas. Yeah, yeah. horror manga I was stuff. just looking at them. They look very weird. I mean, yeah, I mean, not my cup of tea. I, I don't I not like mine it. either. I'm not big into horror. Yeah. So I can't do a podcast with you on horror then, can I? Probably not, no. no. I mean, not unless you want, like, my opinion on why I I know why her. you don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I know why. because I'm scared and I beat my pants. <laughs> no. No, my biggest problem with horror is that the characters drive me nuts. The logic doesn't make sense. And so I sit there watching just being infuriated at the screen instead of actually enjoying it. Because I don't get that rush from fear that people do. Right. It doesn't do anything for me. So I watch it, and it's like the characters are like, oh, I'm going to walk, or oh, I'm going to run and make this really stupid decision, or whatever. And then, or sometimes they'll run and run and run again away from the killer. Right. And the killer's just walking at like a lumbering oh. pace. And then all of a sudden, he's in front of them. It's like, what the hell? You ever seen that Geico commercial when no kids are running? Hey, let's go hide in the chainsaw, you know, the, the shed with all the chainsaw. Because there was a car there, then it go in the shed. Let's get in the running car. No, let's go in the shed with all the chainsaw. Yeah. Damn decisions. Teenagers make stupid decisions. Yeah, so that's I want to know why you don't like horror. But yeah, I just film. spend the whole time going stupid <laughs> kids. So the next, I think the other book I got also was the Age of Apocalypse Companion. Oh, okay. You know, I, I really love that series, man. When it was out, so it was like twenty five dollars. Each of these omnibus was like twenty five dollars a piece. That's you can't one, beat man. that, man, because most of those books are like $125, $100. You yeah, know? I mean, especially more bang for your buck, given how much is how much. Uh, yeah, a lot. Those things. That's a lot, man. That's a lot of issues. Yes, it is. And I also picked up Empress from Mark Miller. That's his name, Mark Miller, the, the creator of Kick-Ass. That's how you pronounce it. Yeah, yeah Kick-Ass. What else he's done? Um, the Old Man Logan storyline in Marvel, he did that. Wanted. Wanted. Um, a whole lot of but he got a lot the, of A lot of other fucked up shit. <laughs> you know, that was his thing. <laughs> but that's this earlier stuff. But most of the stuff he's done now is really tamed and... It's more got more story to it now, man. That's, it's not for shock value. That's good, yeah. He, he too much shock value, too much, you know, like That's my opinion. Rape and violence and stuff like that. And it's just like, eh. Yeah, so he You'd read it and you'd be like, Something's wrong with this dude. Yeah. Like, he writes well, but there's something wrong with this dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I picked that up. You know, he got to deal with Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, they Netflix. So so lately he has put out like five issues, he's done to the next story arc. So I like his, what he's doing right now. It's not an ongoing, not ongoing series, like 10 to 12 issues and like that. I think mm-hmm. he stops at five. He did it with Magic Order. He did it with Prodigy. That's another one he did for Netflix. 
Reborn mm -hmm. also. So those books I actually read because I really liked them. And like I said, it's not some of the old stuff he put out the way back, you right. know, just for the, for the shock and like, oh, man, that's kind of fucked up, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, so I picked that up for ten bucks. So yeah. I think I think I did a pretty good th thing. Let me, let me know when you're done with it. I'm kind of interested in that one. Also. No, you're not getting it, man. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, you 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 good. I got you, man. <laughs> I got you, dog. I got you. So that's what I did over the weekend. That's one of the things I did. The comic, I mean, Holly, Halloween comic fest. So I. I I look. I really like the people dressed up and stuff like that for Halloween. Mm -hmm. But hell, man, you're in the comic book shop. You should be just like that all the time, you know? <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, man. <laughs> hey. So, yeah, I did that. And also, I picked, I introduced some people some new comic books and stuff like that while I was there. Mm -hmm. I wasn't working there, but, right. you know, I'm there all the time. Yeah. So. It's always good to, you know, share what you like and make recommendations to people especially yeah. if they're new to comic books trying to get into it yeah I did what i did so i, I got a good kick out of that you know of my comic book knowledge mm -hmm. you know so going to our next topic you know it's going to talk about my pick of the week now i asked you about your pick of the week you couldn't tell me nothing about your pick i've just been watching the same regular shows i normally do and i haven't really caught up much on comics so i don't have anything new Oh, Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. So I'm not going to waste your time saying, Man. well, you could check this one out. Cause, yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, well. Well, guys, my pick of the week is, once again, is a Spider-Man-related title. But this is dealing with Carnage. You know, everybody knows who Carnage is. He's the offspring of Venom and, you know, for Spider-Man um, villain also. And it's Absolute Carnage number four. Now, I think it's going to be a five-book miniseries. I mean, five-book series. But number four, I'm just going to keep it quick <laughs> keep it simple right now it's written by Donny case and it's um drawn by ryan stegman i mean i'm like i'm loving the art man to be honest with you ryan stegman does an excellent job um, drawing carnage and venom this way how carnage is so skinny and lean and it's this wiry looking character man but at the same time creepy <laughs> you know as you look through the pages so i mean this right here is a time then they the carnage is almost at the point of collecting all the codex from everybody who wore the um, symbiote and everything like that. He's mm -hmm. close to doing it. Actually, in this issue, they're Incredible Hulk. Well, I can't say Incredible anymore. He's immortal now. Right. They're Immortal Hulk. He got the Venom symbiote in him now. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it, it's, man, it was crazy. And the way they were drawn is just drawn. Actually, it's just so big. And at the same time, you see all the, the, the tentacles and stuff coming out. It was It's, mm -hmm. it's pretty cool, man. So he got the um, Venom um, symbiote, and he's finding Carnage, and all of a sudden they got his, he Carnage goes into the Hulk's brain with his tendrils. <laughs> uh, so disgusting, man! And all of a sudden he takes the uh, there you see it right, yeah. So he's taking it, <laughs> he's taking the um, symbiote. <laughs> you don't like yeah, yeah I'm looking at him, man. <laughs> Oh, man, and my listeners are listening to this podcast. We're actually doing it on a live Facebook feed. I'm doing my Vanna White. Yeah, he's doing his Vanna White. So he's going to the brain. All of a sudden, he takes over the um, Venom symbiote. Now, he absorbed it. Now, he's more powerful than ever. He got the Hulk codex, everybody else codex in him. So it was a good book, man. I, I've been enjoying that event. And like I said, it's one of those books that it's, it's got a lot of Oh, it's like horror almost, man, because you're looking at it. Yeah. And the way all the people's spines getting pulled, <laughs> pulled out and <laughs> people are dying. 
Like it's yeah, it's something else, man. So that's my pick of the week, Absolute Carnage, number four, written by Donny Cates and also drawn by Ryan Stegman. If you're a Spider fan, uh, Venom fan, or you just like Carnage, psychopathic tendencies or whatever, he's a, yeah, that's just the book for you. <laughs> so go check it out, man. Go pick it up. So that's my pick of the week. See, Trevor didn't have one. I don't have one. Trevor, Sorry. come on, man. Dude, come on. So my next thing is I'm going to talk about is going to be Jeff Loeb. Now, if people don't know who Jeff Loeb is, he's actually head of the Marvel Television Division. But before that, he was, you know what I'm saying, that Television Division or the te- Marvel? Yeah, yeah he, Marvel he, TV. Yeah, he, did, he was yeah. in charge of the TV yeah. section. The section. So before that, he was, you know, he was a, he's a writer. You know, he's rewrote for DC and Marvel. Yeah, I think he might be familiar with some of his work for Marvel and DC, though. Wasn't he the one who wrote the uh, the Ultimate Universe Destruction? Oh, my God. He yes, he was. That, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why my opinion of him has always been kind of on shaky ground. Yeah. Can you explain that to the um, listeners what? and our viewers, what, that mean, what happened? <laughs> I can't remember everything, but it was just really messed up. Basically, <laughs> the Ultimate Universe... <laughs> they decided that they were going to pretty much like wipe out 90% of the Ultimate Universe. <laughs> and so they did. And so everybody died these horrible, weird deaths. And then um, I think one of the worst ones was when the blob, the blob ate the wasp. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> it was like chewed her up. It was just... He was chomping but, on yeah, it. Was just, it was like Mark Millar territory. I mean, I think the guy was going through a lot of like depression or something in his in his real life at the time and it it led through you could you could tell <laughs> it was a lot of fatalities man in a lot of them were just kind of fucked up yeah man it was really bad dude you see dr strange got killed quickly i mean even cyclops got shot in the head i mean dude it was just so yeah, much like his head exploded <laughs> this is crazy yeah. but this was not the bad part about that he he wrote that and after the aftermath he wrote something else another ultimates Mm-hmm. Then when you had Quicksilver and oh and Scarlet Witch oh, having was sexual, he, was he the one who wrote the incest? Sex, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, they was pulling all counter cards on that. Yeah, the yeah. Ultimate Universe was kind of messed up. Yeah, I mean they got rid of it, so you still got people left over from that universe. Right, Miles Morales, the Maker, which is a a, um, a copy of the Reed Richards of Six One Six. Right. Then you, yeah, you had Nick Fury too, but I think that's something happened right there. But those are the only two I know that survived the Secret Wars combination. You know, they had that wiped out the Ultimate Universe. Right. So that's what I remember. So that is one of the writers of that series. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't tell you all bad. I mean, he did some good stuff. Yeah, man. no. And it, uh, for the most part, his when I heard he was in charge of the TV division and this, you know, coming up with the series and stuff, I was a little bit like. Eh. Especially because, in contrast, you have like this ultimate destruction, which is just fucked up, <laughs> and then you have um, TV where you have to like kind of keep it clean, especially when you're working on ABC and you know those type of channels. So, Yo, it's, it just seemed a little weird to me at first. Yeah, but you know what? He had a great run in the Batman and Superman um, thing in DC. Mm-hmm. That's the one he's the one that did with Michael Turner with the, um, the Return of Supergirl. When she got kidnapped by the um, not apocalypse, um, dark side, you know that was great. But you know some stuff like the earlier stuff he put was great. He, he did some with Tim Tim Sale. He did the damn long Halloween. Right. 
So this is the later stuff he did. Like I said, I think there was a lot that he was going through in, you know, in his personal life. And it was kind of affecting his writing. Yeah, you think so? I think so, yeah. No, okay. Well, I mean, so far, I mean, like I said, I like his stuff early on. Then that the ultimate, ultimate, whatever, ultimatum. Ultimatum was what it was called. Yeah, it was ultimatum. Hell, you had no ultimatum, and you had... Shit, no one had no choice, man. Everybody was killing each other. Magneto was the issue. That's what it was. Yeah, that's right. He was killing everybody. And yeah, but that's another story within itself. I had to do a podcast, the worst ever events ever <laughs> <laughs> in comics. But no, well, he, um, news was last week that he is leaving at the end of this year at the Marvel Television Division. Now. Right, because... Because basically what happened is that uh, Kevin, Kevin Feige has Kevin. now been promoted to be like the chief of all the Marvel properties. So he's take in addition to already having all of the movies under him, he's now taken over all the TV as well. Because he was kind of spearheading a lot of these Disney Plus shows that are coming out, like yeah. Loki, WandaVision, you know, Hawkeye, um, Cap- or Falcon and... Winter Soldier, She Hulk, Miss Marvel, right. Moon Knight, got a bunch what of if? It's a lot, whole, yeah. a whole lot, yeah. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. So Loeb has been, apparently, he's been already laying the groundwork for this for months now, uh, to to exit out. Yeah, but you know what though? He damn, my light came on my iPhone. Yeah. I, um. So you know, he already had the Ghost Riders, one of the things he wanted to put on Hulu Plus. And I'm still working on his new phone, man. <laughs> You know, I just got this phone. You know, thanks a lot, Trevor. You're welcome. Thank you. I got you. Appreciate it. Yo, but he had Hailstorm. 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 Hailstorm, I'm sorry. Hailstorm, um, that's still going to be made, I think. Yeah. That's already been made. Yeah, they did casting for it, or they announced the casting for it uh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but you know what, though, man? You know, his winner was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. As far as the television goes. Well, and that in the Netflix, and Netflix series. Netflix series. Oh, now it depends what series you're talking about. Right. Now, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, was to me, was the winners. But, you know, Luke Cage was good. Said the sec- second season I didn't care much for. And Iron Fist? <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. They should have left that alone. And it, yeah, and Defenders, the punch was pretty good. But, you know, his track record was not that bad. But I think what really got it, though, was the Inhumans. That was a train wreck. Yes, that was an absolute train wreck. That one, when they were doing the Inhumans thing, well, first to remember it was announced as a movie. Right. And then they tried to push it in the comic books. So it was like the Inhumans, and that was like the new event that was coming up and everything like that. And, yeah, people were like, we don't want the Inhumans. They're just fake X-Men. <laughs> quit, <laughs> yeah. quit trying to push. It's like, quit trying to make fetch work. And, you know, quit trying to make the Inhumans work. It's not going to work. Yeah, dude. I mean, they were just pushing that, dude. And, I mean, they had they had it on the slate for movies. And, you know, they, had, they didn't have casting. I just skipped it, man. Because, like you said. Well, there was, yeah, there was a lot of pushback to it that they were like, eh, maybe it's not going to do so well. Let's make it a TV show. Oh, God. And then, yeah, they really pushed that one hard, uh, put a lot of money into it. And then they even did the IMAX um, <laughs> theatrical screening of it. But, I mean, they showed the they showed the preview for it, the trailers, and people were like, that looks god-awful. It looks really cheap. That hair looks so bad. <laughs> Medusa's hair. I read that was one of the main issues right there. Yeah. They spent so much on that hair. Yep. 
No, I think it went over budget a little bit. Yeah, and then it, it just looked awful. Wow. Dude, I did not, man. That, I'm kind of glad that they got it back. I mean, I heard rumors about they trying to do some inhuman stuff like that because Miss Marvel is inhuman. Right. So that is a segue. You know, they could put that in there. Somewhere. Well, they already had the inhuman stuff going in Agent. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So for those who haven't watched it, they can probably find a way to branch that in. Um, and just, you know, and just kind of build it with the occasional Inhumans. Right. But it doesn't seem like anybody cares about the Inhumans as a whole. Like they do the X-Men as a, like a a family or a, you know, a genetic thing or whatever. It's just kind of. Well, my thing though, is that if they, if they do like a soft reboot, not very hard. You just like, we know they established the Inhumans in the MCU doing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. actually was connected. Right. No, and not like the Netflix series. They they said the event. That's all you heard. So you know the Agents of Shield was there. They connected to the MCU because of Winter Soldier. What happened in the aftermath of that? Mm-hmm. You know, and then moving forward. Right. And they brought in the Kree and stuff like that. Now the Kree was established now in the MCU back in Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. So now they are in there. Now you got the Shatari, the Kree, and stuff like that. Now if people don't know history of the Inhumans, there was mostly humans that was exper- experimented on. By the Kree. So we got that. You know, so you got Captain Marvel that was, no, nah, she's not a Kree, but she got her power from the damn Tesseract. All right, that's, yeah, in the in, MCU. In the, in in the, the MCU. MCU but in the yeah. coming, but she get it from the Kree. She's got part Kree. Part Kree, yeah. yeah. So they could do a soft reboot. And like I said, we got Ms. Marvel in there now. She's um, inhuman. So I could see that. But, you know, Jeff Loeb, I mean, you no know, power to him, man. If he, he leave this year, he got a job somewhere else because, yeah, he's a writer, man. He wrote on Heroes, mm-hmm. you know, t- back in 2006 and 2008. Hopefully only the first season. <laughs> yeah, because it came out in 2006, right? Cause, yeah, cause yeah. That show went downhill fast. Oh, it had promise, man. <laughs> I, well, I heard it with the strike. Remember? The, the strike didn't the, help the, it. Didn't help yeah. it at all a little bit. Then, then you had to come back and do things over and, yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, yeah, just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't even have words for it. It's just yeah. yeah. So you know, Jeff Loeb is going to leave at the end of this year, man. You know, power to him. I hope he do some more comic books. I know his head in the right headspace now. You know, he can write some good work, mm-hmm. some Hopefully. good stuff. Hopefully, so yeah, man. He's leaving. You know, and on top of that, um, big big announcement. He's Cloak and Dagger got canceled. Right. I only watched one episode of that, man, and I I really was not for me. Yeah, I watched the first one, and then I wasn't into it enough to continue watching it. Um, I believe my, I believe my girlfriend watched the first season. I know. I don't know if she watched the second season, but she enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't care much for it, dude. But yeah, I mean, it it didn't really catch my fancy that well. So. Yeah, I um, David and Shannon, they're a big Cloak and Dagger fan. They love the show. Mm-hmm. You know, any fans out there, you know, it's, I think that's it's a small amount of people that love that comic book. You know, the Sunday try to push it. Right. They always get miniseries or they tie into a miniseries yeah. right now. Miniseries or one shot. One shots like that. Yeah. And right now they're part of the Absolute Carnage miniseries called Lethal the Protectors. Mm-hmm. There you go. They there. So, I mean, you know, they counsel it and they got to go do something. Maybe they're going to keep those people for a future um Disney Plus stuff, you know, who knows? Could be. You know, now Kevin is a part of it now. He's the head of it and everything like that. I mean, I'll read in the article, and I don't know how true it was. It might be a rumor that they said that 
they are thinking about still keeping the um, Cox that played Daredevil. What's his name? Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox and the girl who played Jessica Jones, Ritter. Christian Ritter. I'm reading that they might end up still keeping them. I think they should. I, I think they should keep most of those uh, actors if they can, to if they're going to put them into the, uh, the, MCU. the Marvel unit, the, uh, the MCU. Yeah, I mean, I, lo- I love his um, interpretation, his uh, portrayal of the Daredevil and uh, right. Matt Murdock, I man. think the thing is just that they can't touch him, I think, for what, three uh, two, years? Two or three years, two or I three think. Three years, right. I think, is the deal. So, man, break the deal, man. Yeah. Just go ahead. No, I, you I can't just, break the deal. <laughs> Yo, man. Hey, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to I'm gonna imitate somebody, but I'm not going to do it. No. <laughs> no, I'm about to do it, right? Yes. <laughs> but no, so they'll probably bring them back. They just have to um, Way out the, wait it out. Wait it know? out. Okay. That's feasible, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's my hope. I, You never know what they're going to do. So well, that's, that's good. So that's it for the this week. Uh, happened with Jeff Loeb and Cloak and Dagger, the cancellation, him leaving. They're leaving at the end of this year. So my this this is our next topic, and I'm this is about a Netflix series that Trevor told me about. I totally forgot about it. And there's going to be spoilers. And if you have not seen this television series on Netflix, I'm sorry for you. And this is it's the Netflix call. What is it's called? It's living, called living with yourself. Living with yourself with so Paul. If you haven't Rudd. seen it, hit that pause button and stop watching right now. <laughs> or swipe up if it's in the middle of your screen. Oh, there you go. I like yeah. that. <laughs> and then swipe left for me, or I don't. I don't even know if that's good or bad. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> so yeah, this is a um, new Netflix series called Living with Yourself, by with Paul Rudd. Right. AKA Scott Lang, <laughs> Ant Man. Ant Man. Yeah, he's keeping himself busy. So, yeah, you told me about this, man. I totally forgot about it because he was on Conan O'Brien uh, telling the story, telling the new series, right? Mm-hmm. You know, every time he comes on Conan, he always played his Mac and Me. The, the Mac and Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time. <laughs> every time, man. It's like, all right, let's see, let's see that trailer, shall we? And then, yeah, they bring on Mac and Me or they, they splice it in or something. Yeah, it's the- usually when he's rolling down the hill, isn't it? <laughs> yes. So every time he's on Conan O'Brien, he plays that Mac and Me clip, man. Every time we promote a TV series or a movie, yeah. so yeah, I was I heard about it. And I was looking at it. So you told me, I'm like, oh man, I forgot about this, man. So I started watching it, and and I was looking at this, and I, I binge watched it today. Mm-hmm. I finally watched it, man. All eight episodes. I'm glad it's eight episodes because I couldn't do thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah, it's, it's eight episodes, <laughs> and each one is only about thirty minutes long. So it's it's not you know. Too yeah. much to work with. Four hours, you can knock it out. Yeah, this is more in your wheelhouse, man. Yes. The, with the dark humor it's, in yeah, it. It's dark humor. It's very weird. Weird. Very strange. Yeah. Yeah. It was in your wheelhouse. I mean, don't tell, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. It had its moments, man. Mm-hmm. But I was saying, yeah, I see Trevor loving this, man. So I'm going to say, why did you love this, Trevor, this okay. series? <laughs> well, I mean, the main reason I started watching it was because uh, Paul Rudd is in it. And you I, like I love Paul Rudd. He's hilarious. He never ages, man. Well, he doesn't. It's amazing. But the the thing I like about Paul Rudd is that he can play very funny and silly and you know goofy or immature or whatever if he needs to, but he can also play um, very cynical and you know like the, his character from Role Models is like my favorite. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it's like that's me. <laughs> I remember that about the little kid, right? The, 
<laughs> well, yeah, where they well, where they get in trouble for destroying that statue at the school. Oh, yeah, or that's right. So then they have to go and be uh, big brothers to. It was two of them, Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd, and Sean Mike, Sean William Scott. Oh, that's right, from Apple right. Pie. Yeah, so American the, Pie. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, American Pie. Apple Pie. <laughs> Damn, Apple Pie. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I liked his his cynicism in that. But he's just good in everything. Paul Rudd is great. If There's also a movie... Okay, here's my quick pick of the week. Oh, this one's really old. Oh, right, okay. If you get a chance, check out... Uh, I think it was on Netflix is when I saw it. It's called um, They Came Together. Okay. It's kind of this parody thing made by the guys who did... Um, uh, Wet Hot Summer... Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, those and, guys. Right, yeah, and... Um, and so it's it's very funny, very parody. So it's it's amusing. Uh, you should check it out. Uh, there you go. <laughs> a- anyway, so yeah, it was it's basically it was this. Oh, now we're back to living with yourself. It's this concept <laughs> where um, he plays a guy who's just kind of he's gotten lazy, he's he gotten slubby, he hasn't you know his life just hasn't been going the way he's wanted it to, and so he's kind of he's stuck. He's just, yeah, he's stuck. It's, it's like a lot of us get in life. You know, yeah. it's you're just kind of. Uh, so one of the guys at his office, they, they work in like marketing and advertising and stuff like that. One of the guys in his office is just like killing it. He's like, you know, on fire. And so when they're having like a celebration, you know, he asked, he asked this guy, you know, it's like, how do you do it? What's the other thing? Spoilers coming guys. Okay. So, and so then the, <laughs> I, this is the first episode. So it's not, so the guy's like, oh, well I went to this, this spa that, you know, they, they basically. Sorry, I missed that. Thank you, Siri. <laughs> it's a spa, Siri. That's what I said. He goes to a spa. And then, <laughs> and it's a spa where they like alter your DNA so that it makes you like the best you can be. You know, it kind of just peps you up. And so, you know, you're thinking clearly, you're doing everything just like at, you know, top, you know, your, your top ability. So he's like, all right, well, I'll go, I'll go check that out. I'll try it out. So he takes money from, uh, his he and his wife are having trouble having conceiving. Yeah, having and so kid. he keeps putting off doing this uh, the sperm test to right. see whether he's you know his, his fertility test. And so, but they've been saving up money about fifty thousand dollars for a while now in order to do like an in vitro fertilization. Well, he goes ahead and he takes that money <laughs> and uses it for this um, this DNA alterization. So he goes to this place. And there's like two Asian guys there, and they're um, they're going. They basically said, "Yeah, we'll hook you up to the machine." You know, they do it, and you know, you'll be you'll come out better than new. But as he shows up, what's funny is <laughs> there's a guy coming out of the clinic, and, it's, and, and who it is? It's Tom Brady. Like, damn, and damn so, the Tom Brady. So no one like, of six Super Bowls. Anyone? Right. He's like, so he's like. So he, he rolls down his window to Tom Brady and he's like, oh, are you, have you done this? You've done, is this your first time doing this? You're doing this too? And he's like, nope, six times. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Which explains a lot That's about right. why Tom he's Brady. He's a clone. Yeah. Well, why Tom Brady is just so good at everything. It's like. He's a clone. He, it's nauseating that it's like he's good looking. He's super talented. <laughs> he's got like a hot wife. He's, you know, it's like the dude is perfect. Has like everything on a silver platter. Yo, that it's is like, so funny. So, dude. That was like perfect casting to bring him in for that. That, quick was, so cameo. Funny. that was so funny, dude. Like son of a bitch. So you can have it all, man. Yep. <laughs> so Paul Rudd goes in to do this thing. They lay him out on the table and then they basically are going to give him some like knockout gas. Right. And as they're doing it though, something's not working with it. It's, you know, it's, 
the tank is sputtering and being weird and whatever. So now you're like, okay, something's going to happen with this. And then, well, it, the way it, the show started was he suddenly like wrapped up in plastic in the ground and like trying to break <laughs> out of the ground. <laughs> you know what I liked about this series though, is the way how it was so told in different perspective, perspective right. of the, of the clone and Paul Rudd. Right. Um, no, the, the real person. And it was so <laughs> so funny, man, that the, the the perspectives of it. And they also did a perspective with the wife also. Right. There was an episode. So so basically what happens is, is that, you know, it, it then leads back to him digging himself out of the ground and then running home and having a couple weird encounters. And then he gets home and he finds himself <laughs> in the kitchen with his wife. <laughs> and so then they go back to the place and it turns out that what they do is, is they don't make your DNA better. They clone you with like your DNA better. And then they basically bury you in a shallow grave. <laughs> you're dead. To die. Yeah. So you're <laughs> Only dead. he didn't die. Yep. So now there's two of him. There's the schlubby him. And then there's the perfect version of him. Right. So then the whole show is kind of an interplay between, you know, these, these two characters that it's the same guy but one is better than the no, other one. Right. And it's like. Yo, he gave himself CPR, man. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he gave himself CPR. <laughs> my, my, favorite, my favorite line in the whole show, though, was near the end of the episode when he's showing that guy from his office yeah. what happened to the other ones. Right. And then they're digging up all the graves. And so they dig up the one and they're like, is this dude dead? And then he goes, keep digging. So he digs another <laughs> one. He's like, is this Tom Brady? <laughs> Tom Brady is dead. He's his right. clone is doing this. I mean, having his life. Yeah. So as as Amos mentioned, yeah, one of the one of the neat things that they do is they play this perspective where they shift episodes. Yeah. So one episode you'll see everything from Schlubby Paul Rudd's uh, Paul Rudd's point of view, like the first one, and then the next one you see what happened with the you know the super DNA Paul Rudd, right? To kind of see how he ended up in the kitchen and then what his thing is, and so then. They kind of he kind of wants the good you know the the good DNA Paul Rudd to stick around and do this marketing pitch for him at work yeah. because he just went to work and like pitched this we're all friends and we're looking you know kind of like this happy free, super you know yeah, free positive bird. thing that yeah yeah positive could, and they loved it so now he's kind of back in the good graces at work so he kind of keeps him around and meanwhile he's gonna like write his his play that he's been working on for years while he's off at work and. So it, but yeah, so each episode kind of shows the difference and you know, you get to the end of the episode and you're like, okay, something went wrong. Someone didn't do something. And then you go to the next episode and yeah. you find out what happened there right. and why it didn't. And then it keeps doing that. And then there is one episode though, that involves the his wife. wife. So right. you see it things from his wife's perspective. Yeah. Which was kind of crazy, man, that she, I don't know. I don't want to, but, but the thing is though, I really like the, how intricate, the characters are in each episode. Mm. The interaction they have with each other, just not the Paul Rudd character, but his interaction with everybody else. Because right. if remember when he's running through the damn field, yeah, buck ass naked. Well, no, he had a, he had some diapers. On. No, he had a, he had some some. Yeah, he had that weird diaper. Thing weird on diaper on because well, when he was buried, he, yeah, he didn't yeah. have clothes on, but this weird cloth diaper. Thing. So you see this farmer talking, about, hey, uh, Miles. Right. Yeah, and you say what? Yeah. He never seen this dude before. So you go to the next episode. Right. You see the clone stopping at this farmer's house, and he was talking to the farmer, and that's how he met Miles the second time. 
Right. I, I said that's that's the cool cool part about it, man. It was each episode was picking up what the episode left off from the previous. You know what happened in between. Mm-hmm. It's just it's like whatever. Like remember I told you, I'm gonna give you part of an example. Remember how One Punch Man was in the anime, the, the OVA, and I told you how everything went back and they filled in the blanks. Right. Same here. They kind of filled in the banks, but in different people's perspective, what happened on their side. Right. So I really enjoy that, man. It was very smart. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it's a smart, man. It's, it was smart. Like you said, it had dark humor and some of the time it was witty. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, and it make you think. Right. You know, and they, first of all, they were cloning people, which was illegal. And that kind of caught up with them that like episode seven. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the FDA. Yeah, the, the weird one when they, they, oh, the breast milk. <laughs> the breast milk. Oh, yeah. oh god. Yeah, we we won't go into that. We'll let you experience that for yourself. Oh, breast milk. <laughs> I want to know how long he was in there though. In an Italian refrigerator, man. I know, but I think he was only in there for a couple hours. <laughs> he drank all the breast milk, man. <laughs> Damn. Was he that thirsty? Yo, go check out <laughs> Living with Yourself on Netflix. <laughs> You won't not be disappointed. Yeah. It's basically what it reminded me of, and it's probably intentional, is there was that uh, Michael Keaton movie that came out a long time ago. Multiplicity? Multiplicity, yeah. I was thinking about so that. So it, it was very um, similar to that, uh, where he has to kind of learn to sort out you know, his life with this other person in his life and with a wife involved and work involved. And you know, so it's like if they get their communication crossed or, you know, it's like, well, who gets to sleep with the wife and who get, you know, it's so it's, yeah. Yeah. The but, complications of living with yourself. So literally. I think the theory is that, you know, what I've seen in movies and even read in books is that when someone actually get cloned, they have a different part of themselves. That's the other part they don't use, I guess, as far as, um, it's like you said, multiplicity, they, you have every, you have the, those self that's confident. Then you have other self that's like loving you know, different aspects of oneself. Well, they they play that in movies, but basically if you were to clone yourself, um, of course this is all hypothetical, but if you were to clone yourself, you'd be exactly the way you are. Uh, of course, in this one, they, they do that stretch where, I mean, well, of course, minus all the memories. Yeah, my, yeah. But this one, they do that stretch where they can implant your memories so right. he has all of his past memories up until that point and right. then at that point he starts making his own that's right yeah, and that's what would normally happen if you were to do something like this right in theory the only is thing- that you would have well i mean if you do it with the memory implant you'd have all of that and then from that point on you'd branch off and your experiences would dictate the type of person you become but otherwise you'd be the same person right and the thing the only thing that was different from those two was that scar they didn't know. Primarily, yeah. Primarily I mean, was a scar. Obviously, he had, like, perfect skin because yeah. he was a clone. Clone, right. They didn't, they it, didn't clone scars and nicks and cuts. No and, deficiency. That's what it is. It's supposed right. to be a perfect body. Right, exactly. And so, yeah. So, yeah. Like I said, man, this <laughs> TV series was it, was it was very entertaining. I recommend if you like dark humor, witty humor, or you just like some. Paul Rudd. Oh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd sells it more than anything. Yeah, he does. Who never so, ages. You know, well, yeah. So, if. If you're kind of like, well, this is a weird concept, or I'm not sure, it's like Paul Rudd just kind of nails it with the both both personalities. And if you like Paul Rudd, then you will be amused throughout this thing, like I am. Well, he sold me. I mean, I like him in Ant Man as far as comedic stuff, and he you well, know, he's great. I mean, he's a straight man. He's just an everyday man in Ant Man. So, 
Well, yeah, he's a straight man, but he's like funny, funny and sarcastic. And yeah. That's kind of his and that's, personality. That's, that's yeah. him. So. Yeah, so he did an excellent job here playing two Paul Rudd. Right, because he had to kind of play the more depressed one and then yeah. the more positive, you know. Go get it, yeah, champ. Go get him, do everything type. Yeah, cool. So, guys, if you like this, like if you love Paul Rudd, like who never ages, <laughs> go check out Netflix, Living With Yourself. And that's, what, I'm sorry, I always say plug in your Twitter account, but I'm not going to do it. Well, we're live this time, so let's Go ahead live. and do it, man. It's at Toshiro no Ronin on Twitter. That's pretty much all I got. And check him on Facebook, Trevor Dowling. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's blocked. You're not going to see anything. It's oh, all private. You'll probably see some photos. Oh, but. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But now that you know what I look like, you don't necessarily need to see them. There you go. And you always can check me out on my social sites. Uh, at being at just being amos.com <laughs> just being amos.com <laughs> i'm laughing and that's instagram twitter facebook at just being amos i hope you guys enjoy this podcast peace Just be in the